Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, beauty, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, and today I have the pleasure of chatting with Stephanie Lytle. Thank you so much. Well, let me introduce you to the show, Stephanie. Stephanie is a heartfelt role model and leader within her Sedona community, who relocated to the Mecca for Alternative Healers in 2018. After her success in multiple businesses, including as a life coach and a business coach, She launched a spiritual healing retreat center with her partner, Erin Douglas, to authentically support the local healing community in Sedona. High Vibe Collective connects those coming to Sedona looking for transformative experiences with healers of high integrity. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Thanks. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. So why do you think Sedona is a high vibration place? Oh my gosh. Well, it called me here four years ago um, and before that even, but I believe that the land here in Sedona, I call, I call her Mama Sedona because the energy here is it's palpable. And I think that it's powerful for a lot of different reasons, but I believe that it's really here to help us create with our intention. So it's really important to have an intention. Interesting. What does high vibration or a high vibration place mean to you when you hear that? Mm. Yeah, for me, it's really about the the frequency, right? So when we talk about high vibration, high vibration living, 
and High Vibe Collective, it's, it's a frequency. And so for me, that's the energy that's felt in, in the location. So we're either going up or we're going down. And so I think that the energy of Sedona is really always pushing us upward. I completely agree with you. I think there's only two types of energy on this planet, up spiral or down spiral. And Mm -hmm. we get to choose which one we want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. So when you mention that when you go to Sedona, and obviously there's a a different type of energy there than maybe you would feel in another place, you mentioned it's important to have an intention. Can you give us some examples of maybe people of intentions people should have when they're traveling to Sedona. Yeah, absolutely. So I am a huge believer in manifestation. And so uh, I think that we're always creating a reality in every moment, right? With our thoughts and our feelings and our emotions. And so I see it time and time again. And we kind of joke here as locals that the energy of Sedona is either going to welcome you or it's going to spit you out. And the people that it spits out, it's not necessarily that that's really what's occurring, but the intentionality behind the work that's being presented with the high energy of manifestation that's happening here. So if I'm creating from a powerful forward-moving frequency, then I'm going to be given more tools that I can use along my path for continued forward movement. But if I might be going through some struggles and I'm not willing to look at my own part in bringing those struggles into my life, and Sedona will give you more struggles. So, um, yeah, I think it's just a, a really heightened energy field to be able to be learning and living in. They have that same um, saying in Maui, which I mm-hmm. find really interesting. Yeah. Would you say when it might spit you out, which is, again, I hear it all the time with people in Maui. Would you say, what is it that you think that's happening there? Is it just not the right place for them? Is it just not the right time for them to be there? Does it mean that they're going to have a bad, bad vacation or um, things are going to be hard for them when they live there? Mm. Yeah, great questions. Um, I don't think it means they're going to have a bad time, but I do think that, um, well, I'm someone who's like always signed up for the work, right? Doesn't matter what it is, right? If it's here for me to be learning from, then I'm, I'm signed up for it. So I believe that it's, it's the people who are more willing to be doing that work because a lot of our lessons that come to us in life, they're like gut wrenching sometimes. And so, uh, that is hard to sit with. And then also to like make acknowledgements, right. Or even apologies, for example. Right. So, The community here is like really tight knit. We're a really conscious community. And so there's lots of awareness and accountability in that, which is incredible. And it's a small town. So people who are living here, it, it, again, I, I think it just boils down to the work. Like we have such good work in front of us to be doing in this life that we've been given. And so if we're willing to sit down and do that, then I think we're going to be continue to be rewarded. And sometimes Sometimes it's not the right time or place, just like you're saying. So sometimes we don't need to be sitting and doing the work. Sometimes we need to be rejuvenating, relaxing, right? Regaining energy instead of sitting down and running on the treadmill, right? I like that. And with that in mind, can you tell me a little bit more about your business in Sedona, the High Vibe Collective? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're a retreat center company here in Sedona that really features the high integrity healers who are, in my opinion, these are uh, people who I'm honored to say are my family and friends, but these are people who are really doing their healing work. So they're skilled in all different types of skill sets, practitioners, healers, with all different types of modalities. And so High Vibe Collective has come together to really um, bridge the gap where um, we can supplement and really create this beautiful journey of bunches of different healing modalities coming together to really create this container um, of safe integrity healing. Because there's plenty of healers here in Sedona and the world, to be quite honest. But in Sedona, I think there's one on every street corner. And so in that, to me, what high integrity means is, you know, these are people who um, are really choosing to do their work. And so I see that through time and time again, you know, showing up in their community, in their families, in their uh, healing work within themselves, as, as well as what they're doing with their clients. So I think that makes a huge impact when we're talking about receiving any kind of body work, healing work, anything like that. I want to be receiving from someone who's actively learning and actively doing in their own life. Yes. And that has, that's a trusted and safe source. And Mm -hmm. I think most of us, if we dip our toe into anything spiritual, hands-on healing, alternative wellness, we go off personal recommendations. But if you're going on vacation somewhere or you're trying to kind of build your own vacation, your own retreat in a place you've always wanted to go, especially one that you hear is magical or restful or peaceful, you don't know where to turn to find the practitioners to support your dream vacation. And Mm -hmm. that's what I I love the concept of what you've built. Um, So can you tell me a little bit more about the offerings there and then, you know, the discernment that how you create how you allow, who you allow into the circle there. Yeah, absolutely. So with the High Vibe Collective, we have so many different types of healing modalities, probably like 80, but to name a few that are kind of on the day-to-day really popular and supportive, I would say craniosacral, shamanic journeys. We have sound healings, inner child healings, breath work, Um, chakra clearing and balancing, navigating emotional conflict, and even self-love coaching. Ooh, Mm -hmm. I like it. So Mm -hmm. does everyone you sign up, do you do a one-on-one session with them? No, actually. So I kind of think of myself as the divine connector. So I feel that the connections that I have in the world are um, meant to, you know, kind of like plug and play like the old operator. And so I really take time with our clients over the phone to really drop in and and think about who they really need to be in front of to be able to have the transformation that they're wanting or the support that they're needing in their journey. So I do offer one-on-one sessions, but oftentimes they're being booked with other practitioners. I love that you just brought that up over the phone. You know, people that are listening may live in an area where they can't find practitioners that practice and do what we're talking about that might just not be something accessible in the part of the world that they're in or the neighborhood that they're in in the U.S. Absolutely. people do remote sessions? Yeah, absolutely. So we have all of our sessions. Most of them 
are virtual. Obviously, you can't receive a transformational bodywork session, although we have self-taught transformational bodywork. So there's lots that we can do as far as, you know, even virtual and as even the energy healing sessions can be considered virtual as well. So absolutely. Any type of sessions that you guys do out on the land and out on the Red Rocks? So we have a limitation with the parks and rec permits, right? So for us particularly, we're not the ones that are out on the land. There's several land journey places that you can work with to be able to do that. Um, we have recommendations and all of that, but our guided hikes are right in town um, at a place called the Stupa. So yeah. What's the stupa? Oh my gosh. It is the Buddhist temple. Um, and I'm not very well versed in it. I'm, I'm not a tour guide for there. So, um, but yeah, it's a really beautiful vortex that's actually right in the middle of town and, uh, definitely worth stopping into. I've always wanted to go there. It's on my list. And for those that's listening that aren't familiar with the word vortex, what it is. Can you explain what it is and how you can spot that you're in a vortex? Yeah. It's probably the the number one question we get here as a Sedona local, right? Like at the local juicery place or anywhere like, oh my gosh, how do we tell we're in a vortex? And so we always just joke that you are the vortex. <laughs> um, but but honestly, here in Sedona, the whole land is a vortex of energy. And essentially, it's swirling energy that's either coming up out of the land or coming down into the land. And so there are, um, you know, some hypothesize about the ley lines about Sedona, but there are some um, pretty prominent energy vortexes here. And a lot of people do say that they have a lot of really beautiful experiences there that I would say are more metaphysical, right? For someone who's really tapped into their own energy field, they're going to notice a difference in that certain spot. Because this is all just ceremonial land, essentially, from all the ancient people that were here before us. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I like the way that you put that. Are there particular vortex spots that you're comfortable sharing with the audience besides yeah. the Buddha Center that they should look into when they come to town? Yeah, absolutely. So in town, what's probably the easiest one to get to is Airport Mesa Vortex. And it's a beautiful spot, really easy to get to even for people who it might be difficult to be, you know, on a long hike for. And then Cathedral Rock is another really incredible one, as well as Bell Rock, I'm, I could go on. Pretty much anywhere here is incredible. So what do you do once you're in a vortex? Uh, a lot of that. I'm hitting, I'm hitting you with, with the tough questions no, today. No, they're know, not the tough at all. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. When you, to me, I think about the energy of this land is, is a sacred place. So for my intention here and when I'm going to be visiting a place like this, it's not going to be to like take a selfie or do the things right. And that's cool too. It's, it is. And I'm going to sit with my intentions. I might bring a journal and, and journal and really maybe think about the things I want to release about my old self and that I want to leave with the land and think about things I want to call in about the new version, the upgraded version of myself that I'm, you know, I'm on this portal of energy. If I can do anything, I want to be really intentional with it. So meditating, you know, a lot of that stuff. 
I do very similar things. Sometimes I like to write down some affirmations or, you know, just sentences of things that I want to bring into my life. And so I'll just hold that piece of paper as I'm doing the hike and just look down and and read it kind of over and over again. And if I'm in a spot where I feel like no one else is around, um, you know, I'll say it out loud. Do you ever mm-hmm. do anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When people are around too, for sure. <laughs> now, I find something really interesting happens when I go on hikes in Sedona that I've never experienced anyplace else. And it's that I get lost. I find it really easy when you take a trail to not make the full loop or end up on side trails. And I've never had that experience anyplace else. Is that something that you hear from from visitors or have you experienced that as well? Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting to hear you say that. So I haven't had that exact experience, but I know the energy of what you're meaning. Like all of a sudden you're somewhere different or, or something's misplaced or you can't quite remember where it was or, and I do think that that's this like heightened energy. Um, yeah, I remember even one of my first weeks that I had moved here four years ago, I Mm -hmm. left my keys in the car when I went into the grocery store. I couldn't find my keys, but they were in the ignition still. And I was like, wow, I did, I did not leave them there. I would not have left them. You know, it's so, I think that the energy here is literally just like keeping us in this sustained place where it can, it can feel really easy to just like miss the turn. Oh, that's curious. Or I, I really thought I was paying attention there. Yeah. Yeah. I tried doing the pyramid hike, the hike that is just down the street from the high school. And it was over one of the equinoxes. And I tried it two days in a row and I couldn't complete the hike. Oh, hilarious. I got lost every time. And then the second time I thought, you know, I got this. I'm going to put on all trails. I'll have the app, you know, (laughs) the energy can't get to me. And I got completely lost again. So I decided, all right, the next time I do it, the third time I will have to have somebody with me. Like I'm clearly, I clearly can't complete this hike alone. Yeah. Funny. Isn't that odd? Have you been able to go all the way around that pyramid? I don't think I've done that hike. There's a lot of local things that I haven't done. I'm more like out in the middle of the land versus on the the trails. Got it. And so where do you go to get out in the middle of the land? Yeah. So there's forest roads that, I mean, we're basically in the middle. I'm like looking out at the red rocks from my living room, but we're basically in the middle of a national park. So Uh, If you go five minutes down the road and then turn down a forest road, you're just like driving out in the middle of it for however long you want, really. They're they're forest roads, so you have to have an off-road vehicle. But yeah, that's where I like to go because my body likes the feeling of no other bodies around it. And you're getting that out on the trails here for sure. It's a lot different than where a lot of other people live, but yeah. I joke that I'm a feral animal here in Sedona because it's just so different. It's such a different lifestyle here. Yeah. It is. Well, and it's such a different terrain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then what what I really like about Sedona is there's really two terrains. So you can choose to be in the rock, desert, red rock area, or you can choose to be down by Oak Creek where it's lush and wet and green. And you can have both, you know, within minutes if you want. 
And yeah. it's really nice on the body and the soul. It's incredible. Yeah, we're in the middle of the desert, but there's a body of water. So it's, it's incredible. What are some of the reasons people reach out to you and High Vibration Collective? Yeah, so we deal with, you know, truly all walks of life. We have um, clients who come in who are, you know, mother of three, really high stress job, trying to make sure that they're doing the best for their kids because a lot of us grew up with some generational trauma that maybe wasn't um, aware, but we're all trying to do better. So, you know, or people who've lost a loved one, you know, coming to really be able to process and shift into this, this new stage in their life without someone that they love. Um, all the way down to just, you know, your average person who's really just looking to have a nice time here in Sedona and maybe wants to stretch themselves a bit outside of their comfort zone and receive some types of healing work that maybe they weren't familiar with before. What modalities have you tried that have really helped you? If people are kind of looking at your menu, maybe they're a little overwhelmed. Are there a few that you recommend that really supported you with shifts or just overall healing? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Um, all of them. <laughs> but, you know, my kind of go-to recommendations, and I'll kind of start from like, I kind of say we have, we have like fluff. We have some fluff experiences. That's great. We all need that. And so craniosacral is an incredible one to just help drop your nervous system down to a more regulated state. If you've never experienced this, it's not massage. It's something very different. Um, and then sound healing can be a really beautiful couple to that where you're just laying and relaxing and dropping yourself into a theta state and receiving all these beautiful high vibrational frequencies from either sound bowls or flutes, drumming, and then... I kind of think doing, I like to do the dirty work, you know, like really clean out the cobwebs of my inner working. So I love the inner child healing or we have an energetic emotional release, which, you know, that's kind of a toss up. No one's going to really know what's going to happen when they go in there, but you're held with really skilled practitioners who know how to come up against anything. You know, some people cry that's great. We should be crying. <laughs> There's a lot that's going on right now that we should be learning how it should look to release in a proper way. So I love being able to, you know, get our clients into the room with these practitioners who can really help facilitate some profound change. And last but not least, I would really recommend breath work. And this isn't just breathing like in and out meditative practices. These are some really profound sessions where somatically we're able to drop into the body and allow for some profound releases on things that are just stored underneath our fight or flight door that's been locked. So yeah, tons more, but that's a brief overview. <laughs> Hi, I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. 
I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond real salt, prepare the blends listening to kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 magic herbs and spices on starseedkitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. If somebody is wanting to get into meditation and they just haven't been able to figure out a way or find a way that works for them or just the concept's a little overwhelming and they need a coach, do you offer any sort of meditation support? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so like I shared, all of our sessions can be coupled or be, be done online. And we do offer integration coaching for a lot of our clients who come here and then they go back to the real world and they're like, oh my gosh. I have felt so peaceful and now it's starting to wear off and I don't know what to do. So there's lots that we can do to hold that hand, you know, from across the seas if needed and, um, yeah, make sure that everyone's having the support that they need because it's really where we're at in this world. We need, we need a hand to hold sometimes. How can somebody use their time in Sedona or their time working with a spiritual practitioner to, help manifest. I know that's something that's on so many people's minds right now. How do you think maybe somebody can take advantage of Sedona for manifestation? Oh gosh, such a good question. So be unafraid to just really, really drop into what your true desires are, right? If we're able to clear away the things that are holding us, if we could just go for it or claim it, then what is that? Are we willing to do that? Are we willing to dream big enough or stretch a bit past our comfort zones enough to really say what it is? And that's why I say having the intention, right? Because we often limit ourselves with our, our puny minds. <laughs> you know, we're, we're these incredible cosmic beings, um, but we're in a human body. And so we've got lots of limitations here and, uh, yeah, I would just invite anyone who's listening to just let, let go of those limitations. And if you could really claim what it is you want, then what does that look like? That sounds nice. I almost want to pause <laughs> and do yeah. that work for myself. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Any not so common activities you would recommend to people who are visiting Sedona? Yeah, that's a great question. So you know, of course, there's tons of shops and all the crystals that you could ever buy here. <laughs> but I do really love, a lot of people don't realize that the creek is right here. And it's mm-hmm. extremely healing water. So people who are locals, we're in it every day. Some people are in it every day through the winter, you know, doing cold plunges. I'm not that person. But in the, in the summer, I am in it as often as I can because I do actually feel that that water is really healing. So, you know, my advice for someone getting kind of out of the box is like, go on the land, take your shoes off on the land, put your feet on the ground, get your feet in the water. And, you know, another fun, totally random thing about the area here is that just like 20 minutes up the road, there's a ghost town called Jerome 
A lot of people don't know that either, but the, the history of this area is just super rich. So dropping into it and even Montezuma's well, Montezuma's castle, it's like 20 minutes one way or the other. So there's a lot to do oh, yeah. that you wouldn't normally think of. Yeah, I just found out a few weeks ago my godmother's father lived in Jerome as a little boy. Crazy. I know. So it wasn't a ghost town that long ago. Right. Right. Well, you know, it's just it's just really rich history there. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it really is. It's amazing how long a lot of those families have been in Arizona. Um, it's really fascinating. I still have so much more to learn, um, but I think it's important when people visit places, especially one like Sedona or Prescott or Jerome, that northern Arizona area. There's a lot of history there that's really fascinating. And, you know, it plays a role in the type of vacation and experience that they get to have there. Mm -hmm. So you are exposed to all these incredible types of practitioners. You know, you have a lot at your fingertips. I'd love to know about your current wellness routine. Like, how do you take care of yourself every day? What are the treatments that you try to just incorporate in your life once a month or once a week to kind of keep you going? Mm, yeah. So I'm really big into body work on the receiving end because I am a go, go, go personality type, right? I'm doing a lot on the back end here to keep things rolling. But uh, transformational body work has been like a lifesaver for me. We have some incredibly skilled practitioners who all of a sudden you're like, what was that thing that was that was that there for like 17 years and then it's gone. Um, so I, I love body work sessions like that transformational body work session, the spiritual movement session, um, ener energy healings. But for myself personally, you know, like my, my routine is really, you know, looking like taking care of my body in the ways of movement. So I think that music and movement are, are medicine. So I am dancing often, you know, and I don't have any formal dance background, but, you know, years ago when I was coming out of a pretty rough situation in my life, I found movement through dance and realized that there was so much energy built up inside of my body that just like really wanted to get out. And so, yeah, I think that music is a playful way to allow that to occur. And so I dance, I stretch and move my body. I receive body work from other people because otherwise I'm hunched over in pain. I've spent lots of my life in chronic pain like a lot of people do. And I didn't realize that there could be a different feeling that could be uh, attained and sustained in your body. So now I'm like a proponent for life. Do you take dance classes or community dance classes or something online or do you just free flow? I just, I just free flow. Yep. Yep. But there are community dance classes here, which is incredible. And then each week, um, twice a week actually, and more, uh, every week we meet on the rocks and a static dance, uh, Tuesdays in under the sun and it's quite incredible. So that's kind of what got me into it. Mm -hmm. Do you guys do live music or recorded music? It's a little bit of both. It just depends. 
Yeah. That's really neat. If somebody wanted to participate in that when they're coming to Sedona, where should they look to get that information? Yeah, I think you can look on Facebook. It's Ecstatic Dance on the Rocks. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. How did you find it? Just the community. You know, like I said, we're a really tight-knit community here. And through the last few years, we've been really trying to come together in just support of each other's mental health. And so dancing is a great way to do that. And um, um, an incredible guy in town, Brandon Strabala, he uh, hosts the aesthetic dance in memory of his late wife. And so it's great. So he gets us all out there every week and we move our bodies and we laugh and we dance and we pray with each other. And then we go about the rest of our week. (laughs) That's really nice. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me and walk me through kind of your morning and evening routine? So like what time you get up, if you meditate, you know, the flow of your day, maybe special foods or supplements that you take. I'd love to love to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So my day, my morning routine is really quite fluid. So uh, these days I'm getting up before the sun is rising. We just got a kitten. And so he's keeping us up early. So yeah, I'll get up and have a little bit of movement, stretching my body. It's really important for me to stretch out my hips every day. And sitting in meditation sometimes looks like journaling a little bit first and then sitting in silent meditation or sometimes guided meditation. And then uh, my partner and I are reading The Course in Miracles right now every morning, and it's making some incredible profound changes in my, in my awareness. So that's part of our morning routine. And, you know, as far as supplements go, I'm, I'm learning in this um, world of possibilities. One of the things I'm, I'm big on right now are these hydrogen tabs that you drop into your water and dissolve and You've got them right there, I'm sure. I just ordered them like a few weeks ago. So Uh, mm -hmm. I'm impatiently waiting for them to arrive. It's incredible. Have you you had them before then? No, I've never had them. I can't wait to try. Can you tell Mm -hmm. me about the benefits, like what you've seen since you've started using them? Sure. Yeah. So... um, apparently you can't, you can't overdose on this stuff, right? So it's, it's essentially something that we can absorb that's going to help um, replenish our bodies. And I won't say too much more because I don't, I don't know the technicalities, but what I notice in my body when I'm taking it, so you just take the tab and you just drop it into your glass of water and you can actually breathe the stuff that's coming up, bubbling up over it. And then once it's dissolved, you drink it all within like a two minute time frame, And for me, it just feels like extremely energizing, but in a really holistic way, right? Um, I'm not, I don't do well with like, you know, energy drinks or anything like these bursts of energy. So for me, it's not like that. It just feels like, ah, wow, well, there I am again. So when I have days where I'm really um, quite packed with my schedule, I'll have like four or five of them throughout the day, one starting in the morning. And then anytime I'm noticing that I'm feeling maybe a little stress buildup or um, wearing down on my energy. I love it. Do you drink, do you drink coffee or tea at all? Both. Yeah. Um, We're really big on like the clean coffee. So making sure that they've all been tested for mold. And I see a huge difference with that. Um, 
a huge difference with that. Yeah, there's a few different brands that you can get. Um, we're lucky there's a chocolate tree restaurant in town, which everyone should eat at if they come here, vegetarian, locally sourced. And they have these beans that they source from a family that are all handpicked and all hand prayed over. And so that's where we get our coffee. It's incredible. Well, I will check it out online and see if they sell it online. Thank you. They do. I'm sure. And then tell me about your evening routine. How do you wind down? Is there something or a few different things that you have on rotation that you'd like to make for dinner? Any evening rituals that you can share? Yeah. So sunsets for us, we try to get out with the dogs. There's a local trailhead. We just pop them in the car and go up the road and get to watch the sunset over the rocks. And then, you know, probably the the biggest thing lately that we've been really binging on are um, cassava flour enchiladas. And we uh, used to buy the cassava flour tortillas. I love them. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. We mm-hmm. just started making them. We got a tortilla press. So, you know, dinner in the evenings is fun. The more involved we are, that's, that's what I've learned along the way. And so, yeah, we make our tortillas, we do the whole enchiladas and it's so good. Yeah. But you know, what do you like stuffing your enchiladas with? Oh, um, I do zucchini, red onion, black beans, and then, you know, we get raw, um, raw cheddar, which is locally sourced. It's incredible. And then sometimes a little chicken. Just depends. I don't have protein at every meal, but I do. Well, I mean animal protein, but um, yeah. And then, you know, dinner for us sometimes really involves family or friends. So inviting some friends over and having, like we all have to eat and sometimes it gets difficult to think that we have time in our schedule to share space with one another. So we'll do family dinners a lot in the community. Yeah. My favorite way to connect with people is either a hike or beach walk or over a meal. Yes, absolutely. And is there anything that you're loving eating right now besides enchiladas, anything else that you guys enjoy, um, in the winter or early spring? Hmm. Soup. So I have this soup that I make butternut squash with, and I'll get um, wild bison uh, bone broth from the freezer and make butternut squash soup with carrots and celery, and then I just puree it. And then I put a can of coconut milk in with some curry spices. So that thing will nourish me all day long with a nice piece of like ancient grain, locally sourced bread. Uh, it's so good. That sounds like a really delicious, grounding, hearty meal. That sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every meal I eat, I try to make sure it has as much grounding things as possible. <laughs> yeah. Which is a great point considering you're in a place that has so much energy that's moving up spiral. I'm sure it's really easy to like be in your head and be out of body that you have to focus on eating foods that are extremely grounding. Is that something you've experienced since you've been there? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I have this phrase that I'll say to a lot of people, like you just need to sit down and eat a potato, you know, like get some roots in you, like actual roots, the root veggies. If you can't root into the earth, then put roots into you. 
I completely agree. Like get those tubers, get the root vegetables or get your feet on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything right now in like the health and wellness spiritual world that you're really diving into? You mentioned the book Course in Miracles. Is there anything else that you're super into right now that's got your attention? Yeah. So Course in Miracles is incredible. I've been learning a lot of teachings from David Hawkins and um, you know, for me, it's about just really centering with the reality that's presented in every moment and making sure that I can be in a place that finds peace within myself. So there's a lot of, um, information out there that can be learned. I try not to overwhelm myself with all of that. Um, so yeah, so I have some mentors that I lean into for guidance and, you know, kind of next steps in education and mm-hmm. it's a whole process. No, and you're very lucky to have those mentors. That's so nice to hear. I mean, that's an incredible place to keep turning and learning is mm-hmm. from another person. Mm-hmm. Do you do much social media? Is there anyone that you love following on Instagram or TikTok for inspiration or something to learn? Ah, well, I could say to follow me, but I'm not really on social media too much. So, um, you know, I I follow Aubrey Marcus. He comes in and out of Sedona a lot, and he's got a lot of really good things he's saying lately and a lot of good things that he's doing. Apart from that, I'm not on social media too much. Good for you. That's a good way to live. (laughs) Keep it up. Yeah. What does high vibration living mean to you? Hmm. That to me means really checking in with myself about the frequencies that I'm holding and the thoughts and feelings that I'm experiencing or choosing throughout the day and how it's affecting, you know, not only myself, but my exterior reality in what's being presented to me and my energetic field and how I'm influencing my loved ones, for example. So yeah, high vibrational for me is really about embodying this way of moving through the world where we can be um, uplifting. You know, no one's ever going to be perfect. We shouldn't be striving for perfection. But I think that when we can drop into a place of love in ourself, it's, it's, that's the highest frequency that we can hold. And then we're not going to be perfect. We're always going to have, you know, thoughts one way or the other about one thing or another. And so, you know, really doing our best to just keep, keep it uplifted. Yeah. Where can our listeners learn more about you and the High Vibe Collective? Yeah, so you can learn more about us uh, at our website, SedonaHighVibes.com. And we are on social media, which on Instagram, it's at SedonaHighVibes.com and YouTube, High Vibe Collective. And yeah. Can you leave our listeners with one healthy tip they can consider adding into their life? I know you shared many today, but if there is one little takeaway you want to make sure they have. Yeah. You know, my biggest takeaway would be to give yourself grace and in that, just do your best to gain awareness around 
the things in your reality that you're working to shift. And is there any last thing that you'd like to share with the listener about Sedona? One little thing that they should know about, you know, that very special place that Mm. you call home. Oh, not everyone feels called to come to Sedona. That's totally fine. It's a beautiful place to be. It's a beautiful place to visit uh, and to exist. But I do believe that Mama Sedona like calls you home. And so if you are feeling called to come here, you know, reach out, see if, see if there's ways that it's resonating because I do think she's calling us to a bigger purpose to do our work. And so don't ignore that for too long if you can help it. I love that. That's great advice. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on the podcast and taking the time to to share insights and wisdom with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Whitney. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.